Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Let's get ready to rumble! Information jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Rasnick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingley is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. Yo, what's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Woo. We are coasting and cruising through this week. What is going on, everyone? It is time for the Power Hour. That means it is time for your trade idea resource. Let's get rocking and rolling, guys. Uh, we're, we're running a couple minutes behind today, but now I'm ready, okay? Uh, on the list, Tesla Ford options trades. We made them live on the show last week. We've been checking in on them every day. We will go to the live brokerage account and look at those. And then I have a new stock. I have a, I have a new stock. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. I have my second and third Celsius's of the days in, in my right and left hands, respectively. Uh, it, it's not a stock that, that we've dug into yet, um, but but we, we plan to. Um, so so I, I actually haven't looked at the ticker yet. I, I figured I could do the research on my own or let's take some time and look at the stock together um, and, and we will dig in there. Guys, fresh IPO today, big IPO, $4.5 billion valuation, $600 million raised. Doximity, ticker DOCS, DOCS, Delta Oscar, Charlie Sandy, uh, is going to be going live, making its debut as a public company today. First thing that I want to do, let's look at Tesla. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole trade again, guys, but Tesla, 5 and a 6% day. Oh, I don't have an air horn. All right, we, we went synthetically long Tesla last week, live option trade on the show. What we did is we sold the 550 strike puts for $5.40. Um Basically, when we do that, we get cash credited to our account right away. The risk that we take on is we might have to buy shares of Tesla at some point in the future. Um, so, so I'm going to zoom us in to the live interactive brokers account. You can see, guys would see, look at, we, we, we are short the puts, right? So, so, so that means that when it's a red day, that's good for us. Okay, red is green when, when we're short it. Uh, third column in here, that's our unrealized profit on the trade. So we're up 47% so far. Uh, we, we, we have a, um, we have another week. Let's see how many days exactly. So we have eight days to expiration. So we could be in this thing for another eight days. If Tesla has another monster, monster day tomorrow, another solid green day, I would expect that our unrealized profit is going to jump somewhere into the 70, 70s range, 70 to 80% range, at which point we'll go ahead and close the trade. We made 70% of everything we can make on the trade. So we're going to close it out. I love selling puts on stocks that, that I'm okay buying, all right? That's the deal. We, we sell puts all the time on this show. It creates some nice income. I mean, I, I make a couple thousand dollars a month just by selling puts, and the risk that I take on is that I may have to buy shares of the stock. 
uh, for some price that's lower than what the stock is already trading at. Okay. That's why I'm okay doing it. The, the other option trade I want us to look at is Ford. For Ford, we, we did something a little bit different. We sold covered calls against the stock position that we own. All right. So let's zoom it in. So, so here, here are three open Ford positions on the screen right now. Okay. Again, all, all live trades we made on the show. We bought the underlying stock. That's doing nicely. We, we bought the long dated calls. That's doing even better. And then what we did last week is we sold calls against the stock position that we own. And basically what we're doing there is we sell the calls. We, we get more of that income. We, we, we sell calls. We, we collect some income from selling those calls. Um, and the risk that we take on is that we might have to sell the stock position for a higher price in the future. So, so far, we've made 76% of everything that we can make on this trade. Uh, we have one day left to expiration. The stock is going to expire tomorrow. I'm just going to let that ride. Take the extra two cents. Uh, the odds that Ford makes a jump, a run from $15 to $16 right now is pretty slim. Uh, if you guys followed me into this trade, you can go ahead and close it out. Take the 76% upside that you have. I'm just going to let it go mostly because I'm lazy. All right. So, so, so there's the move there. All right. So, so Drew, uh, Drew and Zinger Nation. Okay. Everybody in the chat, you have to participate. There's no sitting on the sidelines. Okay. Uh, we just we just heard from three three members of the community dialed in to give us their stock pitches. Uh, first, we, we had ticker JRE, that's the real estate uh, ETF. Second, we had John Deere, ticker DE, uh, that that is the cannabis play. We we ran our, our BS math on this and and came to we pretty much they need to sell sixty three hundred tractors to have a five percent sales lift. Again, it's quick math, okay? Uh, and and then number three. Uh, we, we had ticker TTD. That's the advertising play post split post Google announcement. Uh, where are you at? One, two, three, put them in the chat. Which one do you like the best? One real estate, two John Deere, three TTD. I want to get a sense of those three. I'm number three that this Google announcement is monstrous for the advertising industry. I mean, it gives them so much more room to run for so much longer. Um, they basically turned it from where, where Chrome wasn't going to be a play for digital advertising anymore, and now it is. Uh, momentum on, on TDD is amazing. The chart is beautiful. We had a nice steady climb. Uh, we're sitting right at this previous high here. We clear that high. The next high that we have is, is what is that, 80 and a half, 81. So, so if I'm picking, Drew, I'm not buying into any of these. We already went over the stocks that I bought at the top of the show. But if I had to pick, I'd be number three. And all right, let's go. We, we have a big interview, all right? Huge, huge IPO today, Doximity, ticker D-O-C-S. Anna, the, the CFO of the company, is going to be joining us in just a minute, guys. If you're just joining, this is the Power Hour. This is the Trade Idea Show. And let, let's go ahead and, and bring Anna. All right, all right. Uh, Doximity, huge IPO that, that we have going on today. We, we, we are joined by, by CFO Anna Bryson. Anna, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Huge day for you. Huge day for the company. Uh, amazing what, what, what you guys have done, what you've built over the past several years. Um, I, I got this this note from our producer. It says, uh, keep Anna for 10 minutes flat. So 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 let's just jump into it. Uh, and, and for anybody who doesn't know, can, can you just give us a little bit of the background of the company to get started? 
Yeah, of course. So Doximity was founded about 10 years ago, and we're the leading digital platform for medical professionals. Our members include over 80% of all U.S. physicians, and we really provide them with digital tools that are built for medicine uh, to make their, more li- their lives more productive and efficient. Awesome. And, and Anna, the, the stock has not opened for trade yet, correct? Correct. It could happen on, during these next 10 minutes. You might get me live. We might get you live. Okay, that'll, that will be a viral clip, guys. Uh, again, ticker DOCS. We are waiting on the open. Uh, priced at $26 a share. Last indication that I have is in the 36 37 range. Um, but, but all right, Anna, so, you know, the, 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 the network for doctors, um, I, I know that you guys are also making a big telehealth play. Um, could, could you talk a little bit about that? You know, the, the current monetization versus, you know, is there a move into, into telehealth or are there other aspects of the business that investors should be excited about? Um, give, give us the rundown there. Yeah, of course. So for telehealth, we sell a software tool, um, similar to zoom and we're selling it uh, for, to health systems. And it really, we brought it out during the pandemic um, and to enable our physicians to reach their patients when everything else was shutting down. So we started selling our telehealth about a year ago, and it's definitely something that's that's a steady revenue stream for us. I think the more exciting opportunity is that healthcare is an industry that's long been very under-indexed on digital spend, and it's in the midst of a digital transformation. And we see that uh, occurring across the board here, whether it's our telehealth business, our hiring business, or our marketing business. And so we just think we're going to lean in and see a lot of organic potential here. Awesome. And, and so, so Doximity boasts 80% of physicians on the platform. I mean, that is a monstrous number. I mean, that, that was, when I saw that number, I was, I was looking through some of the investor materials. I, I thought that I, I was looking at a wrong number. So like 80% of doctors have computers. Like, I'm like, is that what it is? Like, like it's a market size play, but but you have 80% of physicians on the platform. Can, can you talk about what the value add is for, for them to join, how you were able to obtain such a big number? Uh, any insight there? Yeah, we were very glad to pull them away from the fax machine. Uh, that's that's really like our, our main goal here. Uh, you know, it's, it's taken time. Uh, we've we've built the trust of the physicians over time. Like I said, it's founded in, in 20, 2010. And um, we've we've really been focusing on continuing to increase our offerings to them over time. So we provide them with a, a news feed where they can stay up to date with the latest medical news. We provide them with productivity tools so they can call their patients or send e-faxes. And we've just created this platform um, that's really digitizing their careers. And and doctors, uh, in a similar way to the, the whole healthcare industry in general, has just long been um, working with pretty antiquated technology. So we're trying to help make their lives more productive. And we're very, very proud to have over 80% of all U.S. doctors on the platform. And we're also very proud. One of the things we're really excited about today is our a directed share program for our physicians. So we've allowed our physicians to participate in this offering and awesome. we have over 10,000 physicians participating. Wow. Amazing. That, that's an awesome stat. Um, you know, in, 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 in terms of the end game for you guys, right. What, what you're building towards you, you alluded to it a little bit, but could you make it more tangible for us? I, I know you talked about sort of digitizing the, the medical world and the world in which doctors live. Is it to become sort of that, that complete operating, uh, system for, for the medical world? Is it communication specific? Uh, is it for hospital systems for small clinics? Um, but, but I, I would really appreciate if you could take us through what the end game is and, and what exactly you guys are building towards. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, the physician's at the core of our mission. So everything we are doing is physician first. We're very, very focused on, as I said, making their lives more productive to provide better care for their patients. So our aim is to continue enhancing our current technology and uh, enable them to just do more virtually and do more from, you know, from their pockets, really pull out their smartphone and make that phone call, look for that job, read the news article to keep them up to date with the latest medical news that they need to actually do their job. So we're just trying to centralize everything and continue to enhance our offerings for them uh, as, as I said, to make them more, more productive and efficient. Awesome. And so, so let's, let's jump into the numbers a little bit. So, so from, from 2019 to 2020, uh, sales grew at somewhere around 80%, 116 million to 207 million is, is the number that I saw. Uh, can, can you talk a little bit about the composition of that revenue growth? Yeah. And, you know, as I mentioned originally, healthcare is an industry that's long been very, very under indexed on digital spend, spending much less than than most other industries are spending on digital channels. And what this last year has done is uh, it's really allowed a lot of health healthcare systems to adopt that digital strategy because, you know, we were all digital this last year. None of us were, were in person. And so we saw that digital transformation start to take place and uh, really benefited. We think the healthcare industry did three years worth of shifting to digital in one year this last year. Uh, and we saw tremendous success there. Yeah, that's amazing. It's so similar to our space, right? Be, being, you know, we're, we're the stock market for the individual investor. That's what we're out to solve. And it's like COVID kicked off a, a, a trend that was inevitable. And, and Anna, we're, we're running into three minutes. Still no no open. Let's see. I'm, I'm hoping, okay? I'm, I'm trying to will it into being. You tell me. Uh, I'll hear it from you first. Uh, oh, don't, I don't have a bell, but I do have an air horn. So if you hear the air horn, that's what it means, okay? Um, uh, and and you, you've been at the company for, for about four years. Uh, I imagine that it was an, an incredibly smaller firm when you joined. Can, can you just talk a little bit about, about your journey and, and the firm's journey over the past several years? Yeah, of course. So I joined four years ago, as you mentioned, and you're right, it was a much smaller company. And, you know, one of the things that's impressed me the most about Doximity and that, you know, I, I like the most about working here is just how mission centric the company is and how over time uh, we've grown our employee base uh, by at least 5x since when I first started. Yet we're still that same company that has the physician first mission. Our culture is critical. Uh, still work with you know, the same, a lot of the same people from, from, four years ago when I first started, which I think Amazing. really is a testament to to how strong of a culture we've built. And yeah, it's just, it's been a remarkable journey and we're really excited for for this next next chapter. Awesome. And, and, and you're at the New York Stock Exchange right now, correct? Live from a, a boardroom. So I apologize for the, the background. Okay. Did, did you get a little New York Stock Exchange medallion? I have not gotten a medallion. Okay, I've got. I've been lucky enough to go to a few IPOs, not Benzingos. We're getting there, but a few. You you should be getting a medallion. So make sure that they didn't, you know, cut that out of the COVID budget. Oh, I will start asking everyone. Exactly. Um, and, and then, uh, and a last question that I have for you, you know, for for the investor community, uh, what should we have next on our radar? What what should we be looking out for and, and paying attention to from the company? Yeah, we're just, like I said, really focused on uh, embarking with our customers on this digital transformation and focusing on leading into our organic opportunities here and continuing to put the physician first. That's that's our mission at the end of the day. Awesome. 
Uh, and, uh, and I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to join us from, from your New York Stock Exchange boardroom, guys. Uh, the company is Doximity, ticker D-O-C-S. CFO Anna Bryson on the Power Hour live with us. We, we I have to respect my note from producer Spencer. Otherwise, he, he yells at me and makes me feel bad about myself. So, so we're at our 10-minute time limit. But an amazing job with, with what you've built, what you've done, and, and wishing you the best of luck as a public company. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'll be back at it tomorrow at noon. We're going to try to talk to a Celsius exec or a Jonah or the Nigerian. Somebody give us more insight on this company. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, Tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.